Good day, everybody. Those of you got dreams out there, this is a good session to listen to. And I don't mean like, you know, last night you had a weird, exotic, crazy dream. I mean, aspirations. Ooh, chair creaked there for a second, sorry. Yeah, dreams, goals, aspirations in life. You know, mine have changed drastically over the course of my lifetime. I'm sure they will continue to to change. I think that's all part of the part of the game. So I'm going to go through a timeline of specific dreams and aspirations that I've had. You know where I currently sit with with some of those, and kind of just link it all together and how important it is for you to have those goals, those dreams, to hopefully catch them. You don't need a bit. So, I mean, early on, you know, sports has always been a huge part of my life, baseball, at the front and center. Um, So, of course, playing Little League and, you know, playing youth baseball, it's a huge goal that I had was to, well, of course, when I was young and naive and thinking I was going to play collegiately or make the major leagues, right? Like, that was early on goal. But even before that, so, you know, that that came around, like, little league ages, 9, 10, 11, right? But I remember even before that, so we'll call it the first occupational goal that I had as a young child was to be a paleontologist. Yeah, I was in the perfect demographic, the perfect age group for Jurassic Park to come out in the early-ish to mid-90s. I think it was 93. And that helped fuel even more so the, the, the passion I had for dinosaurs. You know, had a bunch of toys growing up and always watched dinosaur movies or shows and when Jurassic Park came out um, two of the main characters there Dr. Grant and Dr. Sadler were paleontologists you know I remember the scene like it was saw it for the first time yesterday you know Dr. Hammond comes in his helicopter and asks them to come see his park and the helicopter's blowing away all the the resources used to help with the dig, that the site that they were at. And, you know, I just remember being so fascinated with digging for dinosaur bones. And I was a young kid. I'm talking like five, six years old. And I just, you know, I wanted to know every species that existed, which I know is, near, is impossible. But I just had this infatuation with, that's what I wanted to be when I grew up. I wanted to keep learning about dinosaurs, what it was like back when they roamed the earth, obtaining that physical evidence of them existing so long ago. And I mean, it was 
you know, I'm, it was it was unrealistic. And the reason it was unrealistic because I'm not trying to bang on the drum and shatter anybody's dreams that they have as a kid, but there's a lot that goes into that profession. And also, I don't know enough about it now as an adult about how successful that profession is, not just monetarily, but, you know, technology has come so long since the early 90s where, you know, I don't know if it's as involved or it's not quite the same as what it was back then. Um, and plus, as I got older and, and going through school, sciences just weren't my thing. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, that evolved and kind of flared out. Something that I always think about, something that I always call back to is that passion I I had for dinosaurs, and it's still there. You know, it still roams around in there. Maybe it's a fossil. It's got to be d dug up every so often. Um, but yeah, then it evolved into really loving sports and baseball and wanting to hit the big leagues, right? Yeah, I was okay. Right? I had patches in my adolescence where I was pretty good. But, you know, it's such a fraction of of a population that can really take it that far. Um, so, of course, that flared out into reality, but those two things are things that I still love, love to learn about, love to play baseball or some form of that. Um, but those were passions that I had as a young kid that sometimes you just got to call an audible at the line of scrimmage. Sometimes you got to just keep changing with what's realistic for you. You know, and as my life progressed and you go through school, you know, you start altering what your goals are, what you want to do when you grow up. And when I first, and you know, I fall into that category of people where right after high school, you still really don't have a fucking clue what you want to do. And there are some of the, you out there that do, and you pursue your goal, and you go to school for whatever that goal is, and you reach the top of the mountain. That wasn't me. You know, when I was 17, 18 years old, having to make the decision of what do you want to go to school for? What do you want to go to college for? What career do you want to pursue? My, my mind was still in the clouds. There were things that I was good at. There were jobs that I picked up while going through college. But at that point in my life, I still didn't have a clue what I wanted to do. You know, initially it was I went to school right out of college for phys ed. Incorporating my love for sports and for fitness and thinking I was going to be good at educating young adults or children or whatever. Um, that was a tough road for me. The education piece, the, I'm sorry, the college piece of that to pursue phys ed. And look, there's a stigma with phys ed teachers that, you know, they just roll the ball out there and go about their, their class. But, you know, there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes that you have to go through with college, you know, there's our sciences involved, anatomy and physiology being one of them, you know, how the, the body is constructed. And at that point in my life, again, I still didn't have the 
confidence in myself to succeed. You know, I thought I could have just been plucked and dropped somewhere in a school and, and teach phys ed. But there's a lot of steps that you have to go through. This was also during a time where job opportunities were just not flourished like they may be now or like they were in the past. And it was tough. And I remember I went through two years, got an associate's in phys ed, transferred to a four-year school, and I got overwhelmed. You know, being on campus a couple hours away, and I went to a school where it's highly known for phys ed, amongst other majors, but unreal, you know, th this wasn't reality, but in my mind, I saw a school filled with individuals trying to become phys ed teachers. And in, them head, in my head, doing the math, the probability of me landing a job right away was slim to none, in my mind. Not having the grades to back it up, So I called another Audible. I left school. I left that school. I came back home. I pursued more of a business administration type background with a concentration in sports management. And realistically, that's just the business side of sports. Okay, The high end of that is becoming a general manager for a sports team. You know, the low end of that is being an intern somewhere, getting coffee for people that make the big choices. And where I live, in upstate New York, there's no professional sports teams in this area. There's some minor leagues, baseball. At that time, there was hockey. But I didn't see myself going anywhere in that field. I'd either have to relocate, which at this time in my life uh, it was not on the table for me, especially if you're not making good money. You just pick up and leave. That was my mind. Um, I, I finished, I finished school. I got my bachelor's in that degree, which is still business administration, which opens up a lot of doors, kind of a broad, um, kind of a, a broad area to get your degree in, which was, which was fine. And it helped lead me to eventually a, just a regular job, we'll call it because a company sees a four-year degree and they don't really see what it's in. They don't really care what it's in. Um, so the, you know, that was, that really, that took me into almost where I am now of going to school for two separate things, but not really doing anything in either of them or in those fields, you know, and that was a part of my life for two where like, I didn't know what I wanted still. I didn't know what I wanted to be. It really, it didn't hit me until pretty recently about what I wanted to do, what dreams I had for myself. You now, dreams are anything, right? Dreams can be anything. It doesn't have to be occupational or what you're doing for a job, which is kind of what this session's focused on, but it doesn't have to be. You know, uh, if you're somebody that has dreams and aspirations about being a quote-unquote better person or making a difference for others, you don't have to have a job title for that. But from a job standpoint, you know, I was kind of just treading water. 
somewhat successful in a company and moving up the ranks or different departments or different areas and making a living. But then it, the question kept being asked within myself of, what do you really want to do? Now, yeah, stick a pin in this part of the conversation and we'll flip to where I am right now. And there's no greater role that I have or responsibilities that I have is than being a father. And that, that outweighs any other title or anything else that I may have. That will always be front and center. That will always be the cream of the crop. And I'm going to continue to keep learning as that journey goes on. And, you know, I'm excited for what's to come from that aspect. But from a job standpoint, you know, and I talked in the previous session about comedy. And there's interests that I have, much much like comedy where it's like I have those dreams I have dreams of this podcasting thing to be even bigger than what it is and it doesn't mean making money it doesn't mean gaining financial advantage it just means having better equipment having sound effects that aren't hay bare sensory in the background which you might be able to hear in the background or cats or a baby or you know what I mean? I just just being more advanced. You know, I have dreams of continuing this path, this interest. Be cool to do stand-up comedy one day, even if it's just a side thing, right? Or just for a small group of people. I have dreams as far as I want to learn how to play guitar. Music is not really my thing. I enjoy music. I enjoy listening to music. But, you know, I played saxophone in middle school and high school. But, you know, the more I took a liking to music and rock and roll and different bands, the more I began to develop an interest in learning guitar and learning to play. I'm not saying I'm going to start a band in my mid mid to late 30s. No. But just something to do as an extracurricular activity. So that's a goal for me. That's a dream that I have, is to learn guitar. I've talked about a few different times uh, where next year I'm going to be taking online classes and pursuing a master's in therapy and counseling. You know, because that is from a occupational standpoint, that's my biggest goal, most important goal, is to be able to wake up every day or most days and make a living. And again, yeah, money matters, but also just make a difference in the community with people. Steer them on quote-unquote right paths. Now, that's a dream that I have, and I have the the path laid out in front of me of what to do to accomplish and, and continue to check those boxes towards that ultimate end goal. And I'm excited, nervous, but also excited 
for that opportunity and what's ahead for me from that standpoint. So dreams, again, get overshadowed by what do I want to do for a living? How do I want to make money? Um, you know, maybe some of you that are parents out there, maybe that to become a better parent, mother or father, maybe there's some of you that want children and want to become a parent. That's a dream and a goal for you. And I think it's important to consider that the best thing that you can do, well, there's a, a list of things that I'm going to rattle off because I think they are crucial in setting a goal, tackling it, and then eventually achieving it. And that's listen to others. You know, other people may be able to help you and steer you on a a path or give you pointers on how to handle certain things. Now that doesn't mean you have to follow orders. Trust your gut and your dreams and your intentions, but also find the self-discipline to accept other people's perspectives. Because it can work one of two ways. You can have person A who isn't disciplined enough to block out other people's opinions and feedback. But then there are others that have the incapability of listening to yourself. Sometimes we do know what's best for ourselves. So it's balancing that act of trusting yourself, setting your goal, being acceptance, being, I'm sorry, being accepting that other perspective. But still, you're the one that's going to conquer the path. You can't have anybody do it for you. I think it's super important to plan out your steps ahead. Write a list down. Make an Excel spreadsheet. Make pros and cons. Maybe you set a goal about going back to school. But the cons outweigh the pros for that particular time. So you stick a pin in it, and then you go back. And maybe you reassess in a year. And maybe you do find yourself with more positives and the ability to go take that action. So making a list or making a breaking down the different tasks that are going to be ahead. Asking questions. Say your goal involves working for a company or going to school or another party involved, right? Ask questions. Maybe you want to start your own business. Go find somebody that's done it and ask questions. How did you get there? What was the process like? Anything you can to prevent yourself from being blindsided. You know, for me, yeah, there's a lot of questions I have before I start school. I have an advisor that I am in contact with, and I ask questions. I 
get the details down, how the financials are going to work, how the scheduling is going to work, being open to other people, maybe that have done the go back to school online class thing while you're working, right? Because that's no easy task. I've made a list. I've made steps for myself about how I'm going to tackle each hurdle that's put in my way. Or maybe you want to jump over the hurdles. Maybe tackling the hurdles isn't exactly the best way to do it, but you know what I mean. Have that plan of action set. Now, it doesn't mean it's in concrete, okay? It doesn't mean that it's not going to evolve over time. There's going to be different factors. The environment could change. A lot could happen between now and a year for me, right? But it's being open to that change while still following that path that you have. Make your path have some holes in it to anticipate those potential changes. Don't let it discourage you if it hasn't gone cookie cutter for you in your journey. Sometimes when you're hiking a mountain, there's a main path, but there's other paths that, paths that branch out that you can follow. And that's okay. You know, to use some of my examples also is, yeah, I want to become a licensed therapist. I want to be having clients in front of me that I can help or be there for. But I also have other dreams, like we talked about, on the side. Learn guitar. Pursue comedy. Continue this podcasting activity that I'm doing. You know, in my mind, I can see them coming together in certain different ways. Right? I could be Adam Sandler and be doing stand-up comedy with a guitar. Or I could incorporate some podcasting mental health into a therapy career. have a client in front of me that's struggling with body image, I can refer them to the body imaging, the body image session that I've recorded. Some of these do line up, and that's what makes this such a great goal and a dream for me, is I have similar, I have similar aspirations for each one of these dreams. And really, the common denominator is to help others. Yeah, is learning the guitar going to really just benefit me and, and accomplishing different goals within that? Sure. Could it help with comedy and, and help others? Of course it could. Could it bring joy to my son on his third birthday party if I know how to <laughs> sing and play happy birthday? Yeah. There's a common denominator because my overall goal is to help others and to spread happiness and joy and show that each one of us has areas of improvement and that's not a negative thing. We always can learn based off of previous experiences. We can learn from them and we can better ourselves. 
stand-up comedy is more than just standing up in front of an audience and making fun of somebody in the front row. Because at the end of the day, a goal is to make everybody laugh. Not everybody, but one person laugh. Just like at the end of the day, I want all my clients to feel better about themselves. That's a success for me. And just like being a father, I want him to always know that he can come to me and feel safe. Dreams are important, people. It's something where you guys could have dreams about a career. You guys could have dreams about different goals that you have for yourself, for everyday life. And if nothing else, I hope this 25-ish minute blurb is something that can show you that it's okay when goals change. It's okay when dreams are altered. It's never too late. You're never too old to have new dreams. You know, in 10 years, I'm going to have drastically new dreams. And that's okay. If a, if a dream bubble bursts, how can you recover from that? Because like we talked about early on, I had, I had bubbles burst. Reality struck. How do you pivot? And yeah, I made a paleontologist and pivot friends correlation in this session. So trust your dreams, trust yourself, listen to others, and create your own path. Because that dream is a lot closer then you may then. Catch you later, everybody.